You're listening to KLYT. Welcome back to ABQ Connect. Our first Friday financial update in the new year. Welcome to 2024 and a very happy new year to Brian Cochran from John Moore Associates joins us uh, for today's update. How was your holiday, Brian? It was great. Good time for family and some rest and it was just great times. Yeah. What about, what about resolutions? Is that, is that a thing in your house? <laughs> you know, I'm not too big on new year's resolutions. I I'm definitely a goal oriented person, but, uh, I don't let the calendar dictate when I'm setting goals. I just kind of roll through life, always looking for the next objective. Uh, but definitely we end up talking a lot with clients about kind of new year, new things because finances are typically, only second behind personal fitness and health goals when it comes to New Year's resolutions. A lot of people reprioritize their money in the new year. Huh. Okay. Well, is there any insight you would give them uh, as far as making uh, different priorities? Yeah, I think, you know, it's the same thing that's true with all goals or resolutions is really to focus on actions. And so two resolutions I would suggest people consider if they're thinking about prioritizing their their finances and their stewardship in the new year. The first would be to consider um, tracking your finances. So this falls in the category of just building more awareness as to where your money is going. And you and I have talked before about using the FaithFi app. Uh, that's F-A-I-T-H, capital F-I, FaithFi. They have what I think is the premier app for tracking your personal finances at no cost. And not only, yeah, um, they have a free version and they have a paid version. The reason we like them is they're not harvesting your personal data and selling it to anybody. They're just trying to provide you a wonderful tool. And then in addition to having something that tracks your personal transactions by linking your bank accounts and your credit cards, they also have wonderful chat boards where you can collaborate with other believers about how they're looking at their personal finances, or if you have a personal challenge, they have, you know, a place there where you can look up what other people are doing, whether it's around refinancing their mortgage or their charitable giving, or, you know, sharing money with family members, all those things have been addressed on their chat boards. And they also have wonderful uh, scripture and um, resources from all kinds of thought leaders in the biblical financial movement that's happening around the country. So consider if you're trying to be more aware of where your money's going, that's a great place to start is download the FaithFi app, um, link your accounts and begin tracking your, your transactions, find okay. out where your money's going. So Brian, how long do you track uh, using the FaithFi app or other methods um, before you uh, take that data and really start to do something with it to make decisions about where to make changes? You might find some things you didn't realize in the first week or two, but I often find that the best data comes out of that in three to six month increments. And the reason for that, Steve, you and I have talked about this as well, is some things you spend on every week, some every month, but some things come up every three to six months. So you'll find more valuable data come out the longer you do this and longer you track and categorize your expenses through the, an, an app like FaithFi. So I recommend making this a full 12-month yeah. deal at least, um, but look at it every two weeks to a month to try to discern, you know, what can I learn from this new information I have about where my money is going. Now, would you uh, say- In this age of subscriptions and automation, a lot of times we forget about where all of our expenses really are. 
Would you say the same 12 months regardless of your age? Because one of the things that I thought was if you're a young person, you know, uh, Lord willing, you have plenty of time to make adjustments. And, you know, obviously the older you get, uh, the, the, the more, uh, pressure you might be under to make better decisions, uh, to have, uh, the, the, uh, the money, the resources that you want for, uh, end of life. It really depends on your situation. So for example, we met with a young couple recently who's really struggling with their debt because they're spending too much for them. I would encourage them to continue tracking their personal finances until they have resolved their debt issues and created long-term habits uh, to prove to themselves that, hey, we're, we're now exercising good stewardship, we're, we're being wise with our spending, and really use that as a discipline tool until they've, you know, that might be for them three to five years before they clean up their, their debt situation. If you're just trying to get a sense of where your money's going, maybe you only do it for six to 12 months, and you see the patterns and you make some decisions and move on from there. Uh, but if you're trying to break bad habits or fix financial problems, I would stick with it until you feel like those problems are resolved. Okay. Uh, now, uh, for those, you know, and I'm, I'm just trying to uh, feel what other people might be thinking and feeling uh, for those that say, okay, I'll do that. But I need something right now uh, to let me know that uh, uh, I'm doing something that's beneficial uh, towards how I uh, handle the resources God's provided to me and my family, uh, is, is, is there, well, I'm going to go ahead. Well, I think one of the biggest things we see, it's a shortfall for many people who are just now becoming intentional with their money is they do not have an emergency fund. An emergency fund is so important because it keeps you out of debt. Most people actually, there's a huge percentage of Americans cannot pay for a $500 emergency, such as a car repair, a home repair, or an emergency trip to see a sick family member without putting that on a credit card that they cannot pay off. Basically, they have to use debt to deal with an emergency. So we recommend a $1,000 to $2,000 emergency fund as a place to start and then working towards about three months of your expenses uh, you know, for a more long-term goal. And so what we suggest there is for your first action, go open an online savings account with an online bank. Those tend to have the highest yield and they're a little bit separate from your day-to-day spending account and just get $100 in there. You know, scrape together $100 or even $50 and just get it in there and then create some sort of a monthly plan. And building a savings account like that tends to be two steps forward, one step back because those emergencies come up while you're building the fund. But set a goal that you're going to have fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars in that emergency fund by mid-year or by the end of the year, based on what you think is reasonable. And that's a lot less daunting than saying I've got to have three months of expenses or you know twenty thousand dollars or something like that. Start small, but take an action immediately. Get that first fifty to hundred dollars in the account. Once you have the account open, it's a lot easier to build towards that goal. Uh, you, you know, Brian, uh, as as we prepared for. Uh, uh, this time today, we, we even had our own off air discussion about every, I know everyone's talking about resolutions. However, I really do think, uh, that, uh, uh, in today's time, uh, that we've spent, we've provided some very applicable, uh, actions that can be taken, uh, by even those who didn't consider, 
uh, a new year's resolution. Uh, and like you said, goal setting, it didn't, doesn't have to be, uh, early January, uh, to, to do something like this. This is something that can, you can do anytime, but, uh, there's no better time, uh, to better handle the resources God has provided to us, uh, to, uh, manage and, uh, bring glory to him. Uh, no better time than right now. Absolutely. And those two things, tracking your expenses, using technology like FaithFi as an app, and setting up an emergency reserve. I mean, if, if you finish the year and those two things are working for you and they weren't when you started the year, I think you'll notice a meaningful difference in your sense of peace about your finances because you know where the money's going and you know that if something comes up, you've got a reserve. You know, that's a big part of finances is feeling a sense of peace and removing the stress and fear around your money. Both of these things certainly help move towards that sense of peace that we want everybody to experience when it comes to to money. And when you have that sense of peace, it makes it a lot easier to uh, respond when there's a generosity opportunity or something like that where it comes up that we didn't expect and we want to respond and, and be generous uh, as we're called to be in all occasions. All right. Well, Brian, uh, l- let's make this uh, the final chapter of our time today. Uh, we often uh, mention the Insights tab at johnmore.com. It's a free resource uh, with all kinds of topics available. Uh, is there anything there you want to highlight to the listener? Uh, just that the content's going to keep flowing this year. Um, one thing we did do at the end of last year that I would note is we have um, the ability to search within our our posts now. So if there's a specific topic, if you have a specific resolution and you want to learn more, uh, go in there, type in that, uh, that topic, whether it's emergency reserves, online savings accounts, uh, IRAs, generous giving, any of those things, you can type those in and you'll find multiple posts we've had over the last several years on those topics. So definitely, if there's something in mind, that's a great resource. Very good. Well, looking forward uh, to 2024 and our Friday financial updates, uh, uh, whether they're the short version or monthly, we try to do a full hour. Uh, Looking forward to those as well. Brian, a very happy new year to you, your staff and your family, and uh, look forward to catching up again next week. Same to you, Steve. Thank you. All right. Have a great weekend and thanks for joining us on ABQ Connect.